This is a hat trick podcast. Oh, There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, listener, and welcome to London Pub Reviews. When you live by yourself, like I do... You don't get to talk aloud much, except into podcast microphones. So I'm just having a wee drink so my unused voice box doesn't dry up. Oh, that's better. Maybe one more. All set. This week I visited Bradley's Spanish Bar, 42-44 to Hanway Street, W1T, 1UT, nearest tube, Tottenham Court Road. The perfect time to come to Bradley's is during the day, when people who talk out of their mouths and fill space with their bodies are, for the most part, confined to buildings where they work to earn money for pretty things. It was 11.02am when I walked down the stairs to the basement level bar and I held my arms aloft, scarcely containing my jubilation in the knowledge that I was their very first customer of the day. The plight and friendly barman had been cleaning and scrubbing down the serving area and he looked up in surprise as I dramatically burst through an imaginary first place ribbon, punching my fists in the air. Uh, Yes! My trophy came in the form of a pint glass full of ale. Thank you! And I was happy in the knowledge that when my winning term was served out, this glass would be carefully washed and re-presented to future first place stars such as me. I placed my prize in pride of place upon an orange rectangular tabletop, and as I ran my hand along its rounded corners, I felt an urge to seize it and raise it above my ears. Yes! (laughs) A set of lower steps leads down from the gents where they elegantly cascade into the main bar, and smart handrails rest on either side, as if navigating patrons down into the soothing cool waters of a swimming pool. Two small enclaves to my right appeared most cosy and secluded, each dimly lit by round wall lights that one would normally encounter upon the submerged tile walls of a modern sunken pool. What in the blazes? Bradley's downstairs Spanish bar quite clearly resembled some kind of undeveloped swim-up pool bar. There was no mistake. I let the gravity of this revelation soak in for a few seconds. Like the first gentle waves that lap upon polyester swimming trunks. Before I walked, as if in flippers, towards the bar for another ale. The wall-mounted jukebox was playing a catchy old-fashioned tune when I suddenly inhaled deeply (gasps) and began to rely upon my limited reserves of oxygen. My thoughts drifted at this time like dead, waterlogged insects 
and I began to think how the upstairs bar area could be converted into changing rooms with showers and towels. Diving or jumping off the serving counter would of course not be tolerated and strictly no passing the cool liquid bar refreshments straight back into the pool water via one's urinary tracts. My mind wandered further towards thoughts of the whole gastropub experience that seemed to be gripping London. I attempted to snort with mild disdain without exhaling. Why this infatuation with stripped-back floorboards and exposed kitchens when we, the customers, could be exposing ourselves? Wobble your lumpy, pasty, fat-ridden bellies and rejoice! (sighs) Other people had begun to arrive as I sat down, gasping with reddened eyes and ghostly harrowed cheeks, and I watched them accept their second and third-place trophies, respectively imagining warm water caressing the soft cushioning of my upholstered burgundy bench seat. (laughs) Finishing my new pint in record-breaking time, I strode across to the steps and up towards the alluring toilet freshener scent that was permeating from the gents. Inside, I quickly unravelled reels and reels of toilet paper and set about stuffing the bunched-up tissue tightly down into the brown, shell-shaped wash basin. One of the taps had a head like a moose, and I turned it and its more conventional companion as far around as they would go, releasing forth a gushing of water upon the tightly compressed toilet paper dam. Another male patron was sharing the somewhat cramped gentleman's quarters, and he looked rather quizzically at the blocked basin and rising water. After catching his eye and winking, I proceeded to punch him in the shoulder, but not too hard, and he decided against washing his hands and hastily hurried out the door. Only when I was satisfied that the rim of the basin had been breached, and that water was splashing onto the floor, did I then make my own way out of the toilets and back down to my burgundy bench seat. It was with a slight trepidation that I awaited the first trickle to escape beneath the door and find its way down the cascading pool steps. Sure enough, the first glimpse of blocked basin water wasn't long in appearing, and I started removing my shoes and socks in readiness for the dipping my toes would soon be savouring in Bradley's all-new pool bar. But when the barman noticed the gentle stream splish-splashing down the concrete stairs, he appeared strangely annoyed, using expletives freely. And the gent I had encountered within the gents pointed towards me with a clearly unclean finger. Giving me a hard stare, the barman mounted the soaking steps, storming through the old wooden door towards the river's source, and a gulp began to form in my throat like a solitary bubble rising from the lowest depths of an Olympic-sized swimming pool. Emerging shortly after, the young keeper of the bar proceeded to wipe his damp hands on his trousers, and the strong start I had made to the bar transformation project soon dribbled to a halt. When I began explaining to him that his workplace was actually a swimming pool, he stepped closer towards me in his squelching shoes, like a lifeguard about to quash the actions of a pool bully who has been disturbing well-intentioned bathers. As I was forcibly marched up the stairs, I imagined I was heading towards the top diving board, upon which I would gracefully leap in twisting spirals, causing barely a ripple as I made my elegant plunge into the depths 
of Bradley's basement bar. That's a fantastic dive. Full marks for the Englishman. He's got to be happy with that. Absolutely sensational. London Pub Reviews was written and created by Paul Ewan and performed by Tim Key. The producer was Nick Coop. The executive producers were Claire Broughton and Andy Goddard and it was a hat-trick production. I chose Stick of the Dump by Clive King. I've chosen Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. I have chosen the book When Hitler Stole Pink Rabbit. I have chosen My Friend Flicker. Danny Champion of the World. The Seven Crystal Balls. The Iron Man. Claudine at St. Clair. The Guinness Book of Records. I chose Ballet Shoes. And then I came across in the school library a copy of Treasure Island. I was terrified. I'm Janet Ellis, and each week I invite a guest to come and chat with me about their favourite childhood book. They often bring along their own battered copy. It's not at all as I remember it. (laughs) This is a celebration of reading. I ended up reading it to my mum at home every night. Because who doesn't still secretly check under the bed for monsters? I knew that it was true. Harbour secret desires to run off to the circus. Riding like the wind into the purple hills. It really captured my imagination. Twice Upon a Time. Follow us on Instagram at Twice Upon Pod for updates and guest news. I want to read this book again and again and again and again and again. Twice Upon a Time is a hat trick podcast. <laughs>